0: Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Welcome to my home. And as I reassure you every week, this is my home. There is no script. There is no pre-shooting Syllabus nothing. I just get a chance to talk to you about what's on my mind and take your questions things that are on your mind So welcome to my home and here we go I've been thinking about something. I think about this every year every year That I have been alive and I have been aware of Issues people raise. I guess I didn't I wasn't aware of this when I was seven But pretty much all of my life I have read and I have heard the usual about consumerism and Christmas that people have made a religious holiday into a Capitalist holiday. It's great for businesses, but it ruins the spirit of the holiday. It's just a bunch of quote unquote consumerism. People are spending all this money on gifts. And the critique has been the same my whole life. And I I never for four minutes. No, I never for one minute thought it was persuasive. There is something wrong. I have to say this. I don't mean to insult anybody, but I acknowledge it's an insult. All right I don't mean it to be an insult, but it is an insult There's something wrong with you if you think there is something wrong in buying people gifts <laughs> It drives me crazy. Do you understand what people are protesting? People are buying too many presents for other people. That is disgusting What kind of brain comes up with that and I have an answer a well-educated brain you have to go to college to think of something that stupid and I mean it literally you would never have thought that in high school you have to be taught something like that people are going out and thinking gee what would aunt Jenny like that's disgusting isn't it I mean think about how awful that is that you might be thinking that way that grandparents are thinking what would really make my grandchild happy Can you think of anything more awful? My god, it's the epitome of capitalist Selfishness I'm I'm of course being sarcastic, but that's what they're saying When 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 you understand what is involved, how could you possibly be opposed to it? People are spending their money to try to make people in their lives friends and relatives happy with a gift so I I have asked all these years that I have broadcast and almost every year I have broadcast one of my hours prior to Christmas I have I have asked people so what is your ideal that people not buy anything for anybody is what is your ideal what is better this is a classic example of people who are not grateful for the for the present and they make up some image of some future glorious vision which is preposterous Why is that even glorious? Yes We are a much better society than they used to be oh, In America they used to buy <laughs> Could you believe it? They used to buy people presents for Christmas But now we don't We are a better people for it That's what that's what people must imagine this is this is what we have come to where it's like the miserable and the cheap are dictating the narrative of our time because <laughs> you have to be slightly unhappy and slightly cheap to think that it's a beautiful thing not to get people gifts then there's the religious uh, the religious one it Uh, This is not what Jesus had in mind. Now, I admit I'm a Jew. I'm not a Christian. I admit it. I'm not admit it. I mean, it's just a fact. (laughs) But uh, so you may say, who are you to comment on another religion? The only answer I have to that is I'm very pro-Christian, as Christians know. So this comes from a good place. So while it is not possible to know if I really directed the question if one directed the question to Jesus what the answer would be It's hard for me to believe that he would think it's ugly that people buy gifts on his birthday How would you feel if people bought gifts to honor your birthday? I think you'd feel pretty good about it right, I mean, let's 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 just imagine for a moment that religion has common sense. I've, I've often said about religious people, and I am a religious person, I've often said that the most her- heretical belief that I have is God has common sense. <laughs> because so many religious people, they, they make this picture of God that has no common sense. Just substitute you for a moment for God or for Jesus if you're a Christian and say What would honor me on my birthday if people bought presents for others people that they love? Or if people did not buy presents for people that they love which would be a greater honor for my birthday so the the religious question is absurd and I'll give it from my own religion in a Hanukkah? Chanukah without gifts. What would the kids do? The kids would go out of their minds. You think they're gonna get high just on lighting candles? This notion that, oh, we have to just convey the, the deep religious essence of the holiday. Of course you have to convey the deep religious essence of the holiday. But why does getting gifts knock it out? Maybe it makes it fun and making religion fun for children is a great way to keep them religious. Woe unto the religious home that does not bring laughter and smiles to its children What do you think I looked forward to as a kid for Hanukkah lighting candles? Uh -uh, Not quite it was not a big thrill All right, it is today because I know what it's about and I love doing it, etc but I'm not a kid when I was a kid getting the gift what will my parents get me for Hanukkah was the only question I asked Not what color candles will we be lighting it never crossed my mind All I cared about was what will the gift be as I got older? I understood the profound meaning of Hanukkah it saved monotheism. I mean, it's a pretty big deal But that's not what moved me when I was 11, let alone 6 but it brought me great joy My grandparents got me gifts. My parents got me gifts. It was great. What's wrong with that? So uh, that's so much with the religious argument. Let's see there's this so there's the capitalist and big business argument There's uh, the religious argument. There was I think there was a third argument that people give against it, but I uh, Maybe I'm wrong. I mean that's those are the two big ones. Can you think of any? That's pretty much it, right? I mean, that's what people uh, people Who will raise. With opting outside. Opting outside. To be in nature. That's, that's to one be idea. in nature. Yeah. You it. mean, and then so they're not giving. Well, you can't. You can give gifts outside. Like on Black Friday. Oh, oh I see. Uh, outside instead of gift gifts. Okay, that's a little too uh, over my head. <laughs> I, I I think that those those pretty much cover uh, what uh, what people say. Oh, yes, I, I know this is not an objection, but this is one of my favorite lines. You know what I don't like? I I have a real uh, distaste for make-believe in, in the sense that I, I think adults should live in reality. We should address reality for what it is. People live... According to, let's like socialism is beautiful and capitalism is, is ugly. It's based on non-reality In Reality only capitalism has ever gotten people out of poverty only all right Socialism spends the money that capitalism creates. That's that's not an opinion. That's a fact. So here's another example It's 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 uh, it's the thought that counts when people talk about presence and You know what? That's sometimes true. And sometimes, most of the time, it's not true. (laughs) Let's be honest. Uh, If somebody gave you a dollar for Hanukkah or Christmas, and I doubt that you would say, well, it's the thought that counts. It might be if the dollar were given by an impoverished relative. And I'm not being cute. I could understand that then. But generally speaking, it's not true. I remember... This is see I've learned a lot when you talk to millions of people all the time you learn a lot So there was a woman who called me. This is years ago. She said she's a grandmother and she's Dennis. I Give my grandchildren every uh, for their I use either birthday or Christmas I don't remember which I think birthday. I give my grandchildren on their birthday something from my heart I was thinking. Hmm. What might that be? And she said I write them a poem and That means much more than any gift that I could give them and I remember telling her Wrong. That's just not true (laughs) A gift would be more appreciated than your poem That's just a fact that's not even my opinion. We're back to facts if you gave a poem along with a gift, that's that's a separate issue. It means more to you your poem, but it doesn't mean more to them. The purpose of a present is to be meaningful to the recipient, not the giver. This is sort of elementary logic, right? Uh, if it, it, it would be like me giving a a, a friend for uh, for his birthday. Uh, a beautiful box of cigars and but he doesn't smoke <laughs> I'm choking myself up if you give me a beautiful box of cigars it's very meaningful because I smoke cigars but if you give somebody who doesn't smoke cigars even if it's the most wonderful brand in a beautiful box it's irrelevant it, it means it doesn't mean anything to them that's what matters this notion the thought it's the thought that counts let me let me tell you. First of all, the thought and the amount of money are not unrelated. If somebody, if I mean, let's. That's to be honest. If somebody gets you an expensive gift or a cheap gift. You, Of course you're more moved by the expensive gift unless I mean we're not talking about a Billionaire has gotten you an expensive gift to show that they're a billionaire All right, let's let's talk in the in real life in real life if somebody went the extra nine yards or extra yard as it were And bought you something that is relatively expensive versus something that's very cheap Of course you will appreciate the expensive thing more. That's natural. There's nothing wrong with that This is real life doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make you uh, uh, selfish. It makes you real. So that's that, that. That's the reality of all of this. When when people, a, a guy called me, I, I did this on my radio show. And by the way, in case you don't know a lot, a fair number of you may not know, especially younger people who don't tend to listen to radio. I have a national radio show and uh, I talk about What's happening in the world every day for three hours, so it's it's something you might want to look into um, It's it's all it's on the internet. It's there's an app and there of course local radio stations uh, All over America which can be accessed all over the world But a guy a guy called me he said my wife and I make $40,000 a year and uh, We spend $2,000 on Christmas gifts That's a lot of money for a person making $40,000 it is that's 5% of his whole income is going to, to buying gifts. That's his gross income. So, but he said, it gives us great joy. And it does. When you give a gift and you see the person light up, it's a great feeling. Why would anybody, back to my original point, why would anybody think ill of gift giving? So that's my uh, that's my case uh, on its behalf. Okay, time for your Q and no your Q my A your questions my answers if in fact I have an answer for it. Matt, twenty two Vienna, Georgia. Hi Dennis. Hi Matt. I am a Baptist, but I want to know what you think of Pope Francis changing the line in the Lord's Prayer from "Lead us not into temptation" to "Abandon us." not when in when not wait abandon us not when in temptation let me repeat that the Lord's Prayer lead us not into temptation or just about everybody knows that Two, abandon us not when in temptation since neither you or I are Catholics thanks for taking my question so um, I have a, a few things to say about this first the truth is the change makes sense again let's be real lead us not into temptation as opposed to because the pope's argument is god is not leading you in temptation it's a prayer to god so but of course it's not an assumption that god is it's that don't let us really into temptation that's what the original meaning would be i would i would assume but an an but but abandon us not when in temptation is a very is a very nice change however Having said that and I do obviously I mean that but having said that I, I I'm very wary of changing traditional prayers uh, Because what happens is 10 years later somebody has a better idea and Then 10 years later someone has a better idea Wh- whereas uh, being uh, being attached to and, and keeping something alive that has been in existence for so long. There's something I think valuable in that. In my religion, Judaism, uh, the the non-orthodox movements, the called, called Reform and Conservative, they changed a lot of prayers. So, for example, the 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 basic prayer three times a day in Judaism uh, includes the prayer, uh, "Blessed are You, God." Um, Let's see um, the God of Abraham the God of Isaac the God of Jacob Right, that's the not right. I'm I'm, like. I'm asking you if it's right. (laughs) It's cute Uh, But anyway, that's the way it goes. It said it said a lot and though they changed it uh, the God of Abraham and Sarah the God of Isaac and Rebecca the God of uh, Jacob and Rachel and Leah and uh, uh, so the you understand they included the matriarchs even though the traditional prayer had the patriarchs So that makes sense. The matriarchs are incredibly important figures in in Genesis. Uh, I, I Know Genesis. I mean, I know my first five books pretty well I'm working on a five-volume commentary on it called the rational Bible and so I I understand that I understood that change like I understand this change it makes sense but what happens is they keep changing because tastes keep changing so unless nobody saying the traditional lord's prayer thought oh god you're responsible for my temptations and and by the way to a certain extent I guess god is i mean god made all the temptations of the world God made um, But I don't think that that's what was meant, but it doesn't matter. So the change makes sense But unless a change is critical in religion, it's probably not a good idea Mac 27, Kansas. Hi Mac in your opinion. What's the best way to change someone's mind also, what is your favorite cigar now? Those are two related questions. I like it All right. We'll begin. What is the best way to change somebody's mind? well, you have to be working with somebody who thinks rationally and who, for whom feelings are not primary in making in Drawing a conclusion in, in making a judgment. That's that's the issue and, and you have to be and you have to use reason so if you use reason and they use reason, like I'll give you a great example. Happened today on my radio show. So I had mentioned, in in, in some context, that the oh, I remember the context actually. I I mentioned that the West is abandoning. Uh, it's uh, it's not only is it abandoning religion; it is also abandoning abandoning the the Enlightenment, which was secular because there is an anti-reason movement Uh, leftism uh, is telling people you go by feelings it's like the woman who wrote once that I I should have actually wrote this in a a, a major uh, newspaper Dennis Prager has no right to opine about abortion he doesn't have a uterus I thought wow that's awesome that she really believes that. So you can only have an opinion about the worth of a, of, a, of a human fetus if you have a uterus. By the way, she probably wouldn't say that today. This was just five years ago. But uh, today, having a uterus doesn't make you a woman. Right? Nothing makes you a woman. not Not breasts, not menstruation, not ovaries, not a vagina. It's amazing. None of it. You are what you feel. That's a perfect example. Feeling is everything. There is no objective reality is all feeling So I said we're not only rejecting the religious foundations of the West We're re- rejecting the Enlightenment secular foundations because it was the age of reason its feelings today so they're known as Jerusalem and Athens Athens from Athens we got the logic reason philosophy basis and from uh, Jerusalem we got the Morality basis so a guy calls me up and said Dennis you forgot Rome and I said to the guy you're hundred percent right. I did forget Rome because it's absolutely right uh, with uh, from from Rome uh, the, You know we got Western religion obviously through the Catholic Church And uh, Roman law Uh, So you're 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 absolutely right and the guy goes. Oh that that's all I had to say I said that's all you had to say you were right. (laughs) He cracked up So if he's rational and I'm rational if so you ask that's the best way to change people's minds if you're rational and they're rational You can do it Uh, But if you're not rational or they're not rational, it's a lot harder what I have found the most effective thing that I have found is my my motto I prefer clarity to agreement to work with somebody that you that you differ with and say look what's instead of arguing let's just let's just establish where we differ that's very that's very helpful because then a person is am I really do I really differ or is that really what I'm saying that's very effective my favorite cigar if it's from Nicaragua and it's strong. It tends to be my favorite cigar I am NOT a fan of Cuban cigars not because Cuba is a communist country Nicaragua is essentially a Communist country too under the Sandinistas, so it has nothing to do with politics It's just uh, I think Nicaragua has surpassed it Honduras makes great cigars and so does Dominican Republic, but Nicaragua is my favorite Sam 39 Simi Valley, California. If Winston Churchill was alive today, we're still alive. What would you say to him? I would say You were a great man, sir and This age is not appreciating you properly And I, I have proof of that the What was the name of the the astronaut Scott Kelly? What, what was his name the one with the space station? He's very popular. Anyway, he uh, he sent out a tweet about a month ago He he wanted Americans to come together. So he said in victory show show magnanimity something like that It's a very sweet tweet Uh, Oh, oh, excuse me. He said as the great as the great 20th century British leader Winston Churchill said "In in 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 victory show magnanimity and he was uh, lambasted by the left, who hate Churchill, uh, because they said Churchill was a racist. And uh, the the, it, the the point I made on the radio it was so depressing was everything good the left tears down everything. Churchill is just the latest example. I didn't even know that they were tearing down Churchill But everybody the the founders of the United States were torn down Churchill is torn down Uh, Religion is torn down the Boy Scouts are torn down. The arts are torn down. Everything is torn down It's like a giant wrecking ball to civilization from the left not liberals, but from the left Churchill was a great man. I'm reading a thousand page biography of him right now by Andrew Roberts and I and I and Roberts is totally honest about his flaws. Everybody has flaws He defended the British Empire So this is why they call him racist and because they say that he he, he wouldn't feed the the people in West Bengal and India during their famine Because they weren't white, but it was it was during the war and it was uh, it was very I think it was World War one Or is it World War two one of the two world wars this famine Anyway, it wasn't because of racism. Nevertheless, uh, that's uh, that's another hero. The man saved. Here's the irony: the man saved the West from a racist Hitler, and he's called a racist. And then I'd have a cigar with him. How are we doing on time? What's our story here? Okadoke Marlene 34, Arlington, Tennessee. Hi Dennis. Hi. How do you think humanity would change if all humans life expectancy was significantly increased, let's say to around 500 years? I That's a great question. And off the top of my head, I would say things would be pretty pretty dark. It would give people a lot more time to cause trouble. That's my first reaction. They'd have so much time on their hands; they'd be bored. People want excitement, and 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 evil is exciting. Uh, 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 listen, you know, I'd like to live on and on and on. I love life. I can't tell you. I love it so much. I've always loved it. I'm having a ball. I You know on the, but I, I know That it wouldn't be good if I lived to 500 The a finite the finite number at which we're at is Is not bad uh, it, it it's long enough to to live a full life and it's short enough to give life meaning See, if you have 500 years, if, if I, if I, one of the reasons, uh, I've been pretty productive. Not as productive as I could be because I have a lazy streak, but I've been pretty productive. One of the reasons is I know time is limited. You see, if you know you're going to live to 500 and a somebody, uh, somebody says to you, "No, know, uh, you should really read this book. You go, well, you know, I got another 307 years. I'll... I'll check into it then But if you have to do something, you know meaningful, you you know, you have to do it now Because you don't have so much time So the death that's why death gives life meaning I, I can't stand death, but it does give life meaning It's not here forever. You you better you better use it wisely so I don't I don't pray for 500 years for people Noah 17 Irvine, California. Hi there. Hi there Noah What's your opinion of the growing abandonment of the church and how do we fix it? I think it's a tragedy The dechristian is this is a Jew saying the dechristianization of the West is a tragedy Okay, and I'm totally aware of the flaws of of, of Christianity in history. I'm totally aware of it. I wrote a book on anti-semitism is a huge chapter on Christian anti-semitism nevertheless uh, we're we're doomed without it in the West how to fix it people have to pe- religious people have to understand how to make the case for the indispensability of the Bible and religion that's what I'm trying to do with the rational Bible and and if you read the reviews on on Amazon I, I have done it with a lot of people They've, they've entered as an agnostic or atheist and then leave with a, at least an understanding of the importance of God and the Judeo Christian religions that have developed from the Bible. But the problem is, people don't know how to make the case for good stuff. People are more eloquent. In destructive ideologies than they are in constructive ideologies I guess it's easier to be eloquent on behalf of bad than eloquent on behalf of good I'm not exactly sure why Um, I have theories on it maybe I'll take it up another time so anyway with all of those thoughts Reminding you it's nice to buy gifts for people you love and it's nice to receive gifts from people you love I can't imagine anybody arguing against that basic point of life. I'm Dennis Prager and Let me think oh, yeah, you know what I should I should say that I should add a Nice gift is my book the rational Bible. I don't push my stuff much at all But That's meaningful, and it's beautifully bound and printed. It's a beautiful gift That and of course if you want to give a donation to Prager University so we can keep all of this stuff free All of our videos that would be nice too in any event. I'll see you next week. Thanks for being with me